Hello and welcome to Decentralize with Cointelegraph. My name is Joe Nakamoto and I'm a Cointelegraph global reporter. I hope you're having a good day so far. I was lucky enough to attend Web Summit recently. It's one of the world's largest tech conferences in lovely Lisbon, the capital of Portugal. Over the course of three days, I networked, mingled, and interviewed my way through Bitcoin maxis, crypto evangelists, and amateur scuba divers. Okay, that last one is kind of a lie. Listen on to find out more. But the point was, I was trying to understand just how far crypto and Bitcoin have been caught up in the Web Summit. Now, the key themes that stood out to me over the course of these conversations during the Web Summit were the underestimation of crypto among tech lovers, the conversations about the almost inevitable upcoming spot ETF or exchange-traded fund for Bitcoin and ETH, and last, but by no means least, AI in its myriad forms. Here are some snippets from conversations with José Arturo Ribeiro, CEO of Coinnext in Brazil, Amy Peck, the CEO of Endeavor XR, Sarah Drakeley, the CEO of Mobile Coin, and Alex Busarov, the scuba diver, sorry, the founder of Heatbit. To kick us off, here's our very own Christina Lucrezia Corner with her impressions of the week. Please note that we held this discussion al fresco in a little Lisbon cafe. Enjoy the ambience and watch out for the digger. So, Christina, how are you? How was your week? Hey, Joe, we're alive. This is already a great thing. <laughs> Web Summit is always an intense period of time, a lot of networking, a lot of old friends and uh, new friends uh, and uh, interesting discoveries. Uh, I would say that I was surprised to see a lot of uh, uh, discussions about crypto, not all of them in negative light. Uh, and I think this is a great thing because crypto and blockchain are already considered sort of a mainstream tech for such a big event as, as the Web Summit. Um, so I think uh, it's a great sign for us that um, people are not only talking about uh, the FTX scandal, but also look forward to new uh, developments, are acquainted um, of the ETF saga and uh, look around for new projects in the space. Okay, perhaps we could touch on the, the big topics of this year, the big trends of this year. I felt personally like AI was dominating discussion and dominated the stages. And um, what was your take on this? Um, definitely AI was everywhere. Uh, last year was Metaverse. I remember everyone was mentioning Metaverse in relation to anything. I think the regulations... Uh... I told you about the digger. But don't worry, we soon move to a sleepy central park to continue the conversation. To what extent is Web Summit really treating crypto, the crypto space, the Web3 space, as, as serious as we think it is? Well, I think they're just being dramatic and they are using the hype. I also was at a panel that was called AUGME. So they basically reworded oh, like abbreviation. Uh, but I asked the audience whether they know the WAGME uh, uh, abbreviation and like maybe 10% of them knew. So I think they are overthinking. Uh, and do you really think that it's not a coincidence that the crypto stage was uh, in the Lost Pavilion? But it was a Lost Pavilion if you count from the main stage. But yeah. uh, there was actually the entrance just nearby. So I, and it was always full. Interesting. Um, I also saw Brittany Kaiso on, uh, on the main stage. So I think the whole discussion of uh, experiments with the finance, uh, privacy issues are all important and also very relevant to the AI um, trend that is uh, sort of uh, the hype of the, of the years. So... As you could hear, Christina shares that crypto was still relevant. So let's hear from José Arturo Ribeiro, a Brazilian Bitcoin maxi who's the CEO of Coinnext. He shared that crypto's impact on Web Summit was... Tini. I mean, when I, I arrived in our crypto stage, I said, well, crypto is out of fashion at all. I mean, 
it's not. It's, I mean, people are not in the mood for crypto anymore. There's a, a website which says, which counts how many deaths people, people give. People give to Bitcoin. I think right? I know it. BitcoinAbituaries.com. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's this one. And, and probably, I mean, the size of the stage here shows that Bitcoin is probably dead at another time. <laughs> so we are used to that. So it's, it's a matter of cycles, you know, cycles. Uh, nowadays, we, we heard a lot about AI, AI everywhere. I mean, I can't, I can't stand anymore like hearing, about, hearing about AI, but not crypto. Uh, a few about Web3, I would expect more. But I mean, but you still have a stage. So it's, it's a, the, the good news. So it's still alive and great times are to come. It's actually a really good observation, the fact that we are on stage 15, which is right at the back of Web Summit. Unfortunately, we, we just hear about Bitcoin in the media, in the traditional media, of course, uh, when Bitcoin is, is hitting like the all-time highs, right? Or when it's like really uh, going down like 30% or 40% a day. But people doesn't talk too much about fundamentals. And fundamentals didn't change since uh, its creation. And what I, what I see is that there was a lot of um, hype, uh, which makes part of the, the cycles and the journey, the journey. But it, it puts price, of course, to, to, to get, you know, really high and really fast. There were some distortions about like fundamentals when, you know, some, some very known people starts to, to tweet about like meme coins, like Dogecoin and etc. It, it, it causes, you know, like a, a bubble with the, the market and that's, that's very common for new new technologies or new things uh, unknown and not very uh, accepted from the population from the normal people say so that the prices increase considerably and it's it's like a bubble cycle right so but we saw i mean if you take like in the long term if you take like the the curve it's still very impressive mm. how how adoption in terms of um, um energy power put to, to the mining segment of Bitcoin. It's impressive the number of wallets which increased in this past 10 years, and also the number of users. Mm. Even uh, if we consider the users that had a bad experience because they bought Bitcoins at all time high, because they were hearing the friend getting so rich and so they got unlucky and they bought in the wrong um, area. And for the future, I see that uh, Interest rates was going to be down next year for sure because they can't stand anymore this higher interest rates. Uh, we're gonna have the next halving and we're gonna have another cycle. Oof, a reality check from Jose there. The media only talks about Bitcoin and crypto when the price pumps or crashes, while the crypto stage was hidden away at the back of Web Summit. His comments actually resonated with other high-profile speakers, including Amy Peck of Endeavor XR. I wanted to ask you first, just what are your sort of impressions of Web Summit with regards to crypto? And is it your first Web Summit? It's not my, it's my fourth Web Summit. Oh, great. And I'm amazed at the breadth of people who are here, but I'm always kind of saddened that the crypto stage, we have such great content every year. And I think the audience just isn't there. And then with FTX, all the shenanigans that have been happening. It just feels like Web3, crypto, NFTs, it's all been painted with the you know negative brush. And 
It's good. Like we have to, and, and the, cha- the challenge of even just onboarding onto Web3, Web3 gaming, it just feels like now we have a bigger mountain to climb. Interesting. And they did put us on stage 15 right in the back. And, well, uh, I would like to point out that last year we were like the third stage over. Now it's AI first and crypto last. So if that tells you anything, that's kind of all you need to know. I think if it was, there was a, a lot more kind of positivity four years ago. Obviously it was better in the market. And then we had, you know, the whole NFT boom, which was amazing. Uh, but the last two years, we've been relegated to the back of the bus for sure. <laughs> so we've been relegated to the back of the bus. What does a builder in the space make of that? Here's Alex Busarov, the founder of Heatbit, with more on Web Summit's somewhat disparaging take on Bitcoin and crypto in 2023. Do you think that the perception of you know, the mainstream sort of perception of Bitcoin and crypto right now, what would you sort of, how would you evaluate, given that obviously Bitcoin's up 120% this year, but Web Summit still thinks that we're irrelevant to some extent? I don't have the words in your mouth there. You don't have to say if Web Summit. I'm not sure. I, th- I think more people might think that Web Summit is relevant than, than Bitcoin or crypto is relevant, to be honest. Yep. No, that's a really good, really good observation. <laughs> right. Um, I think they're a big organization. Big organization tends to be a little slow in terms of uh, appreciating the changes in the world. And maybe that's, that's what's happening with Web Summit. I've seen whenever I spoke about Bitcoin or Bitcoin mining at the conference, everyone has taken it very, very positively. I've actually met a few Bitcoin maxis uh, here at the conference as well. And there will be, I was asking, yeah, what's your relationship with Bitcoin? Like, yeah, well, I'm a maxi. Uh, yeah, I've met quite a few, and, yeah, few people. People like technology and Bitcoin maxis also like technology. They're, they're around here. So there you go. The maxis were out in force as technologists and maximalists. But what do the maxis, such as José, make of one of the biggest news stories of the year, the upcoming Bitcoin spot ETF? And we're going to have another cycle. And another ETF. And for sure. Another, sorry, the first. The first first ETF ETF in the US. I mean, we already have an ETF in Brazil. But when you talk about financial markets, if we include the US, it's it's just something huge. Uh, It's something something so, so huge that we need to take care. Because you can create, again, another bubble right so it's it's also something to really really be careful because once etf is approved the price can go so high that it's probably difficult to maintain that high and then there is a correction in the prices six or eight months later as we we see the curves but for the long term for the investor that see the long term in my personal opinion there's no other best better asset to be is uh than bitcoin it's funny Jose almost said, there is no second best, playing the uh, Michael Saylor maxi card. So is the crypto space finally cleaning up its act? Here's Amy with more. Yeah, yeah, and I I thought we'd seen the last of it with the spectacular implosions of various platforms and then, you know, NFC prices hitting the floor. But it seems like we're having a mini resurgence. Like, to what extent can we put that on the BlackRock's Bitcoin and Ethereum spot ETFs? Yeah. Or is it is or is that generally like people understanding, oh my god, it is an elegant technology as you say. Yeah. Well the, I mean I don't you know, I it's great that that finally like large institutional investment houses are sort of taking all of this seriously, but again, they're gonna try and wrestle it to the, the ground and make it behave like these existing, you know, financial mechanisms. And I you know, proof of identity, uh, being able to have portable identity, being able to append uh, data and ownership to an asset 
that hopefully then goes out into the world and, and you know, allows you to interact with different creators and different people and even inspires other action, that would be the perfect thing. But in the short term, we're going to have this element of, uh, you know, it's still going to be the abject money grab. Like people are going to try and figure out how to make money with it. This is an infinite landscape. The money's going to be there, right? Let's just build a better bread box for God's sake. Like we have the opportunity to do something really interesting and reinvent this economic construct, invite more people to the party, not just create another 1%. Thanks, Amy. But hey, guys, this is getting a bit heavy. Did I mention that Alex Busarov of Heatbit was walking around the conference with a Heatbit on his back? He kind of looked like a technologist scuba diver, as he was only 100 meters from the Atlantic Ocean and Bitcoiners at any moment. So I asked him why. Well, we are in Portugal, so whenever you wear something, it's got to look like stupid diving gear, right? Well, that's actually the Heatbit Mania that I was wearing at my back. And as a founder, you got to stand by what you do. So whenever I speak to someone, I got to show it, you know, especially in hardware, you can't be like, oh, this is what we do and here are the pictures. No, people want to touch it. I mean, what you make. And uh, yeah, I was letting people touch it, <laughs> um, touch the device that I was carrying at my back. Yeah. And just to describe it for the listeners, it's like a cylindrical sort of construction. How, how would you describe it? Uh, well, it's, it's a device that's the size of a Dyson, roughly. Mm -hmm. um, or you can, it actually looks a lot like a scuba diving tank. Or in that, you know, it, it fit very well. And it's a heater that mines Bitcoin. Um, you use it as a heater. It's size of a Dyson, price of a Dyson, uses as much energy as a Dyson gives you as much heat as a Dyson, but makes you money in Bitcoin. Okay, interesting. And yet your messaging at Web Summit has been more towards the AI compute side of things than the Bitcoin side of things. Why is that? And was that an intentional sort of decision? It was an intentional uh, step. Uh, we are we started working on building the same kind of heater, but for AI training. Thing is, uh, Bitcoin mining is using a lot of energy. So, you know, it's good that we're able to save a lot of energy with, with Bitcoin mining, but uh, do what we do with the uh, Bitcoin heaters. Uh, but AI is drawing like hell. And I think AI is going to overtake the, the Bitcoin mining with all the uh, uh, headlines that, oh, AI training is using more energy than this in this country quite soon. So, um, yeah, they're going to need the, the devices like ours just with uh, AI training uh, uh, chips. Mm -hmm. So that's something we started working on uh, already. And we expected that at Web Summit, people would just understand this a bit more. They would, they would understand the AI a bit more than Bitcoin. And I'm not sure that step was correct, to be honest. Because as I explain, I say, well, you know, this, this computing inside, it can be AI training, it can be Bitcoin mining. And I think what sticks with people is actually Bitcoin mining. I think they actually understand the Bitcoin mining compute a lot better than AI training compute. Right. Reason for that, when people talk about AI, there's normally the, the, the actual application side of AI. Oh, you, it can speak for you or it can create your voice or you know, what not. But people don't really think of the compute side of AI as much. Yeah. Whereas with Bitcoin, Bitcoin mining comes along very quickly, right? So I think this, people kind of understand Bitcoin mining better. Food for thought there. But let's go back to our ETF discussion with Christina. Well, I think in general, Web Summit is not a place for crypto people to just go and learn something about crypto blockchain yep. trends. Uh, it's rather about tech in general and what is the perception of the crypto industry 
by the tech people. So I think this was uh, this was pretty demonstrative that this year everyone was mentioning Web3. Like, I'm working in Web3. What do you do? Well, I'm doing such a great thing on Web3 and blockchain. And we are tokenizing some things that can be put on blockchain. And this is a Web3 initiative. So there are a lot of projects that are aiming at pretty nothing, but they are trying to use uh, use up the hype. The, uh, the crypto market, as you mentioned, is in a revival stage. If we were to meet here in Web Summit 2024, what do you think the crypto industry will look like? Well, I think everyone is waiting for the Bitcoin spot ETF approval. Um, it may come somewhere next year, I think, in spring. And this will definitely impact the market and uh, will bridge the traditional finance with the crypto finance. And I think it will be a very big thing uh, for both uh, the reputation of uh, the crypto industry and the Bitcoin price. And then honestly, every year at Web Summit, there are different trends. Um, so I cannot even imagine what it will be uh, next year. But definitely not AI or metaverse, I think. It will be something new. Now, our final interviewee was with Sarah Drakeley, the CEO of MobileCoin. She called for a well-needed dose of utility for the crypto space, something I reckon we can all agree on. This is my first Web Summit, so I do have stars in my eyes. It is really a polished polished conference and I really love the orientation around meeting people, which is also something I found in the crypto space in general is people are really eager to meet each other and we're all uh, kind of activists in a way. And so there's the shared vision that we're uh, bouncing off each other. Of course, there are, you know, the tribes, but it's all, we all, every a rising tide uh, lifts all ships. I know you explain this to me on the stage and to the audience. Could you explain why you think that in 2024 crypto will once again be a conundrum. I hope it is. And part of this is the crypto as an implementation detail in that if you think about how the things that you use today, how they work, and you alluded to this as well, ChatGPT. Most people using ChatGPT don't know how it works. That's why it's so amazing. It's like magic. And the things that are hard to do today. And again, in the US, it's not so hard to send money on your mobile device. But in other areas of the world, the Philippines and Sub-Saharan Africa, as we were saying, it is extremely hard to send money on your mobile phone in a way that is secure, where you are not being surveilled. And that is something that I hope that that is a conundrum when people are experiencing that. Just how does this work? But I trust it. Uh, which is funny that you can trust something without fully understanding it. And that's also kind of at the base of the ethos of trustlessness in general is how can we build something that is down to the math trustworthy so we don't have to think and don't have to spend energy on building all of this infrastructure for trust. So there you have it. Web Summit 2023 rounds off. Being honest with you, dear listener, it did feel like Web Summit somewhat snubbed the crypto industry this year. While there was maybe one mention of Bitcoin in the entire program of hundreds and hundreds of talks. Now, given the past month's price action and Bitcoin adoption stories from the world over, the team at Web Summit might want to rethink that for 2024. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope this has brightened your day, or at least that you've learned something. And I've been Joe Nakamoto reporting for Cointelegraph. Cheers. Cheers.